0: Afternoon, fellow cigar passionatos and passionatas. Welcome back to this week's episode of The Ashholes, Broadcast live from the Sereno Royale Studios, it's time to kick back and light up as we turn every Wednesday into Ash Wednesday. It's always entertaining, unscripted, and totally unfiltered. You can stream and download us on Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, and Podbean, and, of course, at theashholes.net. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at the Ashholes and on Instagram at Ashholes Radio. Oliver is away today. We have Aaron with me here on the show again today, and we are smoking the Diamond Crown Maximus Toro number four. I am really looking forward to this, man. How have you been?
1: I'm doing well. I'm doing really well. What
0: have you done the last week?
1: Oh, uh, you know, I've got to get away this weekend. I mm. went up with some friends to a lake house. We had some, you know, had a good time. Just realized Despite the weather, mm-hmm. you know, which is off and on. It was sunny. It was cloudy. It was sunny. It was cloudy. So it was New England. Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, good times. Yeah.
0: This has been a really ridiculous spring, hasn't it?
1: Yeah. It's... I don't even know if I can call it spring because it's just been all over the place. Yeah.
0: I I have friends uh, calling me up asking if I'm going to have a fire in the house so they can come over and smoke (laughs) a cigar in my house. And why? I can actually (laughs) smoke it in this one room in my house. And uh, it's, it, it is very nice, especially in the winter. It's got a fireplace, and it's got a TV, and you, nice leather chairs around, so it's a nice place to sit. But it's funny when people start, it's June. Yeah. Hey, are you having a fire tonight? Can it, I come yes, over?
1: I mean, yesterday it was, we, I think we were in the 50s, like yeah. low 50, maybe 50. Mm-hmm. Today I'm driving here, and it was 80, so it's yeah. just insane.
0: It's <laughs> crazy nuts. I, d- I don't understand how it is. It's been like March for the last three months, <laughs> yeah. with a couple of like July and August days thrown
1: and yeah, and winter was kind of like that too, you know, mm-hmm. but you know what, people don't want to hear about the weather all the time, so no. let's <laughs> we'll no. move on.
0: So, so um on the cigar authority this week, Steve
1: Saka was on the show. Yeah, Steve Saka. Yeah. Usually I'm in the audience. I missed it. I was, you know, like I was away mm-hmm. this weekend, mm-hmm. so I missed it. I was a little uh, you know, bummed to miss out on that, but right, I did listen, right. so it was a great show. Uh, they grilled him on all the questions that he asks on social media. They asked right back at him and <laughs> looking for answers. <laughs> so he you know, really informative, great show to listen to. Go check mm. it out. A so. oh, little, Oop. little yep. playback here. Yeah.
0: So um what did they smoke on the show, Mikorita, right? Mm. And Second um, hour
1: they smoked the me Corita, first yep. hour they smoked the Sober Mesa. So two mm-hmm. of his main, you know, front runners, front his, runner guys. line, De martin Tobacco and Trust. Um, actually, Those are both good cigars. Oddly we, enough, uh, while he was here, I was driving through Dunbarton <laughs> in New Hampshire, so I was going out that direction.
0: We're so, <clears> good. So, we're smoking the uh, uh, Diamond Crown Maximus Toro, and uh, this is a really, really great cigar here. And let me tell you something Diamond Crown is, is really interesting. It's uh, 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 part of J.C. Newman's uh, uh, cigar line. And this goes back, you know, all the way into the the late um, 1890s. And, um, you know, at one point, uh, J.C. Newman and Don Carlos uh, Fuente uh, Mm Sr. got together and he pitched the idea to have Fuente make his diamond crown line. And the deal was that Fuente would use the top 1-2% of their tobacco to make his cigars. And then J.C. Newman Company, which is based in Tampa, Florida, would have the distribution rights for Fuente in the United States. And the two of them shook hands on it. And that was it. They've been operating the companies have been operating on that handshake
1: Not hand- nothing written for
0: the last you know like better dinner. than a, you know <laughs> for the last number of years wow. and so th- there's no paperwork to verify this there's no documents this was all back to a handshake and you know the the uh, line is just incredible these these cigars are fantastic
1: I'm surprised they don't go with something like a gentleman's cigar because it's yeah you know, something that's going <laughs> based on a handshake and it's you know it's a great cigar. It's a gentleman's cigar, so that, that fits.
0: It's really, really nice. It, and the uh, let me tell you, the, the Maximus line here um, brings together um, three big families, the Newmans, the Fuentes, and the um, Olivas. Mm-hmm. And um, they all work together to create these cigars. The, um, the Maximus, that is. The uh, filler and binder is Fuentes blend of uh, Dominican tobaccos. And the, uh, wrapper is a special Ecuadorian, uh, that's grown on, uh, Oliva's, uh, Ecuadorian plantation. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's just a really, really great, dark, full-bodied, uh, cigar, but it is very, very smooth. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a, um, uh, the number four that we're smoking is a, uh, classic Toro. It's six by 50 and it's got the. El Bajo Ecuadorian, Liguero Oscuro, sun-grown wrapper. And then the filler and binder are uh, both Dominican Republic. And um, it's a great, great smoke. What are you tasting so far? You started smoking this before the yeah, show. Yes, I
1: started early because, you know, I've noticed I smoke even slower on the show. Mm-hmm. I'm more of an average speed smoker when I'm not <laughs> you know, I'm <laughs> having to speak into a microphone here. Um, so I started a bit early, you know, really smooth, super creamy on the retro hail. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is nice, you know, refreshing. Instead of just get blast of pepper, it's you know, yeah, a really pleasant retrohale. Uh, you know, a lot of complexity to the flavors. It's uh, you know, almost like some earth, some wood, some mocha, you know, espresso, mm-hmm. all that together. Uh, hard to pull out, you know, one flavor. Um, so you know, I just it's like a recipe, but you know, it's in that that realm of flavor where it's more of a, this- a richer.
0: There's definitely a lot going on in this cigar. You know, for me, you know, right now I'm tasting, you know, either a dark coffee or espresso, um, maybe some nuts, wood, like you're saying. Um, There's lots of pepper on the wet retro. And um, it's all, you know, none of it is really standing out. It's very hard to pick out, you know, specific flavors for Mm -hmm. me. This is just, it is so rich and there's so much going on. You know, I like to say it's like a party in your mouth. Mm -hmm. You know, and uh, um, it's it's very very good.
1: I think it gets difficult because from descriptive for descriptive purposes, you know, saying a cigar is mm. just blended or like that, it's like well, I can't really tell you what it tastes like. It's like a really well made soup. You yeah, know, you yep. wouldn't want to say, well, it tastes like yep. corn. Like this tastes like peas. It's like no, a, a well made soup should take taste like the soup itself. So, right. You know, all these ingredients blended well together and getting a new flavor. From the combination.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, you know, this is the uh, third Maximus I've had in the last uh, uh, 24 hours. (laughs) And and part of that is because I really wanted to try and, you know, get myself down on what the flavors are. And here I am, third one in, and I'm enjoying the daylights out of this thing. But it is very hard to pin down. Mm.
1: And this is my first go on a Maximus. I have not tried one before. Mm. Um, so this Congratulations. Is Welcome to the club, my friend. Um, so this is my fresh, you know, mm-hmm. impression of this. And so, but, yeah, really smooth. Uh, and when I, t- I say creamy, but it's not like a cream taste. Right. But it's that feel that the smoke is creamy in your mouth. It's just mm-hmm. uh, smooth, like silky. Yes. Uh, and, you know, there's no bite to it, you know. No discernible bite to it. No,
0: and the finish is very long. Yep. And uh, right now it's very woody, maybe a little cedar. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: uh, yeah, it's sitting right on the outside edges of your tongue. So it's Yeah. The, I wouldn't call it sweet, but it's it's, it's kind of activating that part of the tongue mm-hmm. uh, a little bit to the, yeah, v- the back of the Yeah, my mouth is getting tongue. wet a little bit. Yeah. Yours? yep. Yeah. It's very, very nice. Very nice. Yep.
0: Um, what else have you smoked this week?
1: Oh, I smoked a lot this week. <laughs> 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 Despite the weather, I've, I've been... You know, doing good. That's good. Doing well, uh, getting out there. Uh, th- what I want to highlight is the C.L.D. shell. Okay. Uh, because we tend to miss out on a lot of the <laughs> um, Connecticut's <laughs> yes, know, yes, yes, yes. Uh, so you know, this is, it's a medium body Connecticut though. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a Nicaraguan filler, uh, Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper. Uh, you know, a real I, I smoked the Corona Gorda, which is a six by forty six. Uh, it's a box pressed Connecticut, so it's a very you know. It feels like a very weak wrapper, but it actually holds up really well. I've never had one break on me. Mm. Uh, you know, it's it lasts, uh, you know, the 6x46, I think it lasts me about an hour and 10 minutes, hour and 15. Oh, that's nice. I've, I've had a few, so they, they do all right, um, you know, despite the smaller ring gauge. Uh, you know, a lot of, like, fresh bread, some spice, uh, maybe mm. some cinnamon, dried mm. apples. You know, if you really concentrate. and I say dried apples because if you just say apples – it's like oh, I'm going to taste fruit. And it's like no, no it's, it's just not the, really that. like the hint of an apple. Like mm. if you when you really get into it, um, and that's why you know I nub it every time because it's <laughs> it's one of the cigars that the hotter it gets, the the more flavor you're getting. So it's like I don't want to burn through yeah. it, you know, the whole time. But it's like when you get to the nub, you can burn hot on that and still get some really great flavors. Right, right.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Well, let me tell you, one of the cigars I had uh, was the La Kareem Kosikos by Crown Heads. Mm-hmm. And that's a, a nice little cigar. It's a um, uh, Ecuadorian. It's a Connecticut broadleaf, uh, grade A dark wrapper. It's an Ecuadorian Sumatra binder and a Nicaraguan filler. And um, it's a the one I had was um, five and three eighths by forty two. So it was a bit thin. It was a, a much smaller cigar than I usually do. Um, and the wrapper looked like this really nice dark chocolate. And it was box pressed, and it was nicely rolled, and it was a little bit rumpled looking. It almost reminded me a little bit of a of a padrone that way, mm-hmm. you know. And um, it had a really kind of peppery mocha retro to it, and the taste kind of followed along with that. It was that's really what kept coming back to me was a peppery mocha kind of a taste, nice with a kind of a raw almond finish. And um, and I kept feeling this um. A finish of pepper spice on the back of my mouth, Mm. you know. And it was really good. I enjoyed it. It It, was very nice. I think
1: uh, Steve Saka had mentioned that. that Dave asked him, one of the questions was, what are you smoking that's old? What are you Mm -hmm. smoking that's new? I think that was one of the cigars that he says he keeps going back to, so.
0: I would definitely go back to that again.
1: So you're in good company.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's good. That's good. If the Sasquatch agrees, then, you know, Mm. taste isn't that far off, (laughs) Okay. Um, what else have you smoked this week? You said you smoked a lot.
1: Yeah, I smoked a lot. Well, let's see. Uh, yes, Just yesterday I had, it's, uh, there was a, Dave, okay. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> i it's, it's called the 1985, and I believe it's the 20th anniversary for Two Guys Smoke Yes, shop. that's right. Uh, and from what I'm told, we had a small batch made up just so it would meet, meet the FDA deadline mm-hmm. um, because it you know, was released years ago. Uh, so I'm guessing 192005. 2005? Yeah, I yep, I believe Math so. is correct. Yep. And, um, if it was in fact the 20 year, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it had a, a uh, San Andreas wrapper, you know, really started off really earthy. Uh, and then as it transitioned, it picked up some sweetness, some spice, uh, you know, just really enjoyable smoke all throughout. It had a lot of transitions, so right. a lot of complexity to the holding. Uh, it spiked up to maybe like a medium plus, uh, mm. but then it just kind of settled down back to, to medium, I would say, again, okay. for strength wise. Um, just, you yeah, know, a great smoke. Uh, it's might be hard to get to. You can probably order it on Two Guys dot com, but yep, yep, uh, I don't think there's a whole lot that they had made for this round. So you know, yeah, get them when I can. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Um, you know something else I smoke that oh, just, I, just I, I will just say this
1: yeah. I don't work for Two Guys. <laughs> 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 I don't get paid. Is, I'm not a. That's a true. He doesn't people. <laughs> he doesn't get paid for. You're anything. not getting sold He's on anything. He's just here, here because I enjoyed know. a cigar, and I'm telling you what I enjoyed. <laughs>
0: Uh, you know, we just got in these uh, cigars that I've seen, you know, on Instagram, and I've seen pictures of them being smoked all over the place called Last Call mm. uh, by A.J. Fernandez. And um, I had a um, Jenny Alice Maduro uh, last night and today, and that's a uh, five and a half by 48-inch cigar. It's a nice little Robusto size, and it's got a great Pennsylvania broadleaf on it for the wrapper. And then the binder and filler both Nicaraguan. Nice. And um, really, really nice. No soft spots. It was really well rolled. They have closed foots. Mm-hmm. So you want to kind of soft flame these things. And um, uh, it was a very earthy kind of real strong peppery start. And the, the burn was fantastic on this thing. It burned, you know, nice tight white ash, very thin burn line. And the ash just went on for about two inches before it came off. It was fantastic looking.
1: Well-aged, and it's not an expensive cigar. No, no,
0: they're time. like 5 $6 dollars a piece. Yeah. And um, it was, you know, I was getting tastes of leather and earth and a, and a rich kind of sweetness from that Pennsylvania wrapper. Mm-hmm. And then about halfway through the cigar, there was the, the finish kind of changed to a molasses with leather, this really nice, deep sweetness, mm-hmm. and uh, it was still peppery. Um, but it was a great cigar C- certainly something i'm going to go to again
2: nice
1: i was we were talking before the show i mentioned you know i've never really tried molasses so mm. i couldn't identify <laughs> that flavor so you know i'm going to have to make a box of of flavors you know yeah. give you your cinnamon, your cloves—you get all the spices, the whole wheel of flavors that you get out of cigars—and yep, just yep. go through tasting each one and mm-hmm. bite down on some leather. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to
0: do that. Yeah, and uh, my <laughs> wife, my wife likes uh, molasses, so I've, I've you know had it in various various forms. But um, yeah, it was a you know a very very nice uh, uh, cigar, and uh, you know especially for a, a cigar that's only four and a half inches long mm-hmm. to change like that through it was I thought really really good yeah, and not and a lot I of space was, for them to just it was under 5, dollars yeah. you know, so yeah. it was it was a good good cigar. Love
1: finding a, you know, an inexpensive good cigar because mm. you can, you know, give it to your friends. Yeah, and, <laughs> and, with, the,
0: and with the and with I know we don't want to talk about the weather all the time, but with the weather we've been having, yeah. short cigars are probably not a bad thing. That yeah, Still. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's June, yeah. but still good grief. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you know what? It's time for this week's Pastor Padrone. Thou Shalt Not. This week, my Thou Shalt Not is this. Thou shalt not take your picture smoking your cigar in front of a non-smoking sign. I've seen these things on Instagram and all over the place. And, you know, it's this this whole attitude of, look, I'm, you know, I'm doing what they're telling me not to do, or these non-smokers, these, you know, Nazi anti-smoking people. Look, you are not winning any points with these people (laughs) by doing that, and you're making us look like jerks.
1: And it's so, it's not civil disobedience. It's not like no. a law for unless you're like yeah. a school. Yeah. But, but you're not doing it there. No, then you're really in trouble. no.
0: What, but you're, what you're doing is junior high. Yeah, and it's, <laughs> and it's
1: like you're just you know going against somebody's wishes. You know, mm-hmm. it's like you're in a restaurant or something. And they don't want you smoking there. Just respect that. Respect their property. Respect the, their wishes. They're not going into your house and doing what they want. Right. Right.
0: There's all sorts of things that we could you know that you know I don't like not being able to smoke in certain places either, mm-hmm. but don't look like a jerk by taking your picture and then posting it on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter for all the world to see and think that you're some awesome person for doing that mm-hmm. you're not no okay
1: and you're making us all look worse right. <laughs> you know right you get you know people that see you smoking a cigar they assume certain things and you know i have it even with my friends where it's like they're like oh a cigar huh and it's like you have to explain what's going on why you're smoking a cigar mm. and, you know what they don't understand about what flavors you're getting and all just everything behind it the, the whole culture of it and you know they're not, people that are smoking in front of no smoking signs are not doing us any favors.
0: Have you ever had somebody come up to you while you're smoking a cigar and say, could you please put that out, or that's disgusting, or how can you possibly do that?
1: I've had it with – I've had people that were, you know, didn't like the smoke, and so I moved away. So okay. I haven't had anybody tell me, put that out, or, you know – you just stop never smoking. had the nasty habit. I've thing. never, yeah, never had that. Um, but I, I, you know, I've had people that were like, "Oh, you know, the, they don't like the smell," which I respect, and I'll, I'll move away. I'll go somewhere right. where it's, it's not going to. bother. Usually, I'm not smoking around a lot of people unless I'm in the lounge, anyways. Right, right. So where there it's, are, yeah, because I, I just, smoking. I'm very proactive about that, about not, you know, trying to inconvenience anybody by my hobby. Right.
0: So. Right. Yeah. I I've had every every once in a while. There'll be a husband and wife that comes in. And, you know, now it's around Father's Day and graduation. It's happening, you know, and they're coming in. And the wife just is not. And she walks into the store and she gags and she, you know, coughs. And she, she'll she come up to me and say, how can you possibly mm-hmm. enjoy this? What is it about this stuff? And it got to the point where I, I you know, trying to be funny about it, but but yet, truthful, I said, it's Guy Potpourri. <laughs> yeah. It's Guy Potpourri. Yeah when when you walk into the Crablin and Evel Tree shop or whatever it is and you or, or Victoria's Secret and you have got all that eucalyptus and apple stuff around i i just get a headache i can't stay in that store i, I have to sit yeah. out and uh, sit out and wait on the bench for my wife to come out of there and she goes in there and is like oh this is so and smell the roses and all the eucalyptus this sounds great can we have some in our house and I'm, like, gagging, getting a headache. Mm-hmm. And, and, and then I say, isn't that true of your husband? She'll say, yes, it is. I said, see, it's a guy potpourri.
1: There's people that will react that way to coffee. They're like, mm-hmm. I can't believe you drink coffee. It's mm-hmm. disgusting. And it's, it's. I mean, there's a lot of similarities in flavor. You know, the, the boldness, the bitterness, things like that. And mm-hmm. people can't believe that you're drinking <laughs> coffee because they hate it so much. But there's so many people that drink coffee and love it. It's it's accepted as, okay, It's it's all right and not... Well, you shouldn't drink that because it's gross. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's ridiculous.
0: My wife didn't drink coffee until she was, uh, 34 years old. And the reason was because a friend of hers at church, when she was in youth group, told her as soon as she got to college, she was going to be drinking coffee just to stay up. And just to spite Spite. this guy, (laughs) she never drank coffee. Then, uh, we got married and this is a long time later. And, uh, we had two kids at this point. We had my oldest, Maggie. She was two. And my youngest was just born. My, well, my youngest at the time. She's now my middle kid, Anna, was, you know, an infant at the time. And um, Mandy was napping with Anna in the bedroom, you know, trying to put the baby down, right? And Maggie comes in at one point and says, Mommy, I made you scrambled eggs. Come see. And so she brings Mandy out, and there on the kitchen floor are 24 cracked eggs right on the floor.
1: She's not wrong. They were scrambled. They were
0: scrambled eggs. Yeah. And she's like, isn't this great, Mom? I made you breakfast. (laughs) And at that point, Mandy said, I am going to start drinking coffee (laughs) (laughs) because the naps (laughs) naps have to go. (laughs) I can't leave this kid. Oh, God. And now she's hooked. (laughs) Now she's hooked. Although she has to have like a cup and a half of sugar in her coffee. Oh, gosh. You know.
1: When I hit college, that's when I went just drinking it black. Yeah. I was up to like six or seven cups a day. I've Mm -hmm. cut way back since then. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have to have one morning cup of coffee. Yep. My morning cup. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> not
0: for nothing, but that last call would go, go fantastic with a dark cup of coffee. Mm.
1: Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Good to know. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Um, let's do the uh, Instagram highlight of the week. All right. All right. Every week we pick somebody who's used the hashtag mm-hmm. the ash holes, uh on their Instagram picture and um, of cigars or whatever they're doing. And this week it is Pete Polling, and you can find him at at p p b p p o b z zero five p p o b z zero five, and he had some great picks in there uh, with the Ashels and everything. And he listens to the Cigar Authority too, okay. which is really nice. We like to plug that, mm-hmm. and um, make sure you go check him out. Look at his stuff and. Uh, if you um, use that hashtag, we look at those, I look at those, Oliver looks at those every week, and we try and pick somebody out. And it's, you know, there's a lot of people who are doing it, but we've highlighted almost everybody that's doing it right now. So if some new people out there want to highlight themselves with the actual. that would be great, and it would make our job a whole lot easier. So keep making those pictures. You guys are putting up some great stuff, Mm -hmm. and – you know, put that hashtag, the Ash on the end of it, and there's a good chance you could be highlighted on the show unless you're Mr. Jonathan.
1: Then you're be- blacklisted. Then you're blacklisted. Because, yeah. I mean, unless you can pull unless, off those boy and, shorts. Unless there, he it?
0: gets the boy shorts and he takes a picture of the Ash Holes boy shorts.
1: Never. Which is ironic because I don't want to see that. Mm.
0: Yeah, there are some but, things you just can't unsee. <laughs> yeah,
1: the one thing you don't want to see, if you do it, he'll become yeah he will get highlighted well, you know so. right now he
0: thinks they're too sh- you know small, and isn't that the point if yeah. if you're going to wear girls' boy shorts, they're not going to fit right
1: I don't know it's not that's not an area I'm really familiar with with no. wearing women's clothes no, just, I don't wear, wear women's underwear <laughs> I'm not one of those people I'm not judging just no. Just saying, it's not my We'll thing. check with
0: Oliver when he comes back next week. He's French, so maybe he's done something like that, but yeah, I have I think not. that's all they were, right? Yeah. No. Well, maybe. I'm going <laughs> to get killed by share. all the French prisoners yep. <laughs> now. Oh, gosh. I'll say <laughs> something bad about the Irish later. Uh, and I'm Irish.
1: Yeah. Mm.
0: Oh, my goodness. Okay. So, um, where are we at with this cigar?
1: Mm. Picking up a lot more sweetness now. Mm-hmm. Well, I say a lot, (laughs) yeah. but it's it's more noticeable. It's it's kind of the front runner now. Right. Um, Trying to identify this flavor, I almost want to say like a a coconut, like a Mm -hmm. coconut shaving, dried, Mm. you know, what you put Mm -hmm. on. Um, Really nice, very (coughs) consistent, excellent burn. Um, You know, the ash is holding up really well. I haven't had any flakes. So, I mean, that's all I can say for it right now. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm. You know, most of the taste that I've had—the espresso, the nuts, the wood—you know, that's all. That's all still there. Uh, this has been very consistent. The burn is great. I haven't had to retouch it at all. The ash is nice. Uh, the one I had last night—I had the ash going almost down to to there. I had a, a almost three-inch ash on the So be a good it longest ash competition. Yeah, this one, would huh? be great for that. Really good construction on that, and. Um, uh, again, it's just a very complex, hard to nail down mm-hmm. specific kind of flavors, but it is just incredibly rich. Like with go out and try it. Just go out and try it. <laughs> and try it. <laughs> <You> <laughs> oh my goodness!
1: Diamond Crown, you can get them pretty much. They're all over, right? Yep, yeah, yeah. Not exactly hard to find. No,
0: they're not hard to find cigars, and these are, um, you know, uh, Maximus goes for. Uh, Twelve, fourteen, sixteen dollars yep. a stick. You know, so not they're not bad. they're not cheap, but they're not at the high end of things either. It's a yep. very, very high quality cigar for mm. for that price point. Um, okay, well, we're going to go to the break, and um, uh, when we come back, we're going to do uh, Miles with Styles and some viewer mail and. Uh, We'll let you know some more about what we think about this Maximus Toro number four. All right, come on back.
3: and industry veteran Anthony Serena To create this masterpiece a blend of filler tobaccos from the fertile soils of Estelian and Jalapa are aged for over 5 years and then draped with a dark and luxurious Ecuadorian Habano Oscuro wrapper grown from the famed Habano 2000 seed to bring you an endlessly complex and full-bodied experience. A post-roll aging process of 2 additional years allow the blend to marry creating unmistakable notes of rich cocoa, leather, and coffee that tantalize the palate leaving you anticipating the next draw. Visit serenocigars.com for a list of retailers, and you can always find Sereno Cigars available at twoguyscigars.com. It was
4: 2010 on my 50th birthday. Nick Perdomo from Perdomo Cigars showed up in my office and honored me with a gift. It was a box of cigars. But this box of cigars was not what I expected, one I never saw before, something without the Perdomo name on it. It was my name, Garofalo. Garofalo Cigars has my name on it, but it was blended and created by Perdomo as a gift, a gift of a brand of cigars.
5: Oh, yeah, so smooth. And, oh, yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up. But, oh, yeah, they're delicious, too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say it's La Giana Havana. Oh, yeah. In a world where the success of a cigar brand is recognized by its flavor comes two that go head-to-head. One man smoking
4: two cigars at the same time.
5: Two rappers united in name, but separated by taste.
4: One cigar known as the natural. The natural is no lightweight. It boasts full flavor and taste. The United Cigar
5: Natural. Now comes the Maduro. Darker and even more bolder. Within your face flavor.
4: United Cigar. Nothing could prepare you for what awaits you in the box. Both box
2: Nelson Alfonso offers three Byron blends honoring all three centuries of Byron, Siglo 19, Siglo 20 and Siglo 21. Other cigars sit in an aging room for 60 days, but every Byron cigar sits in an aging room for a period of at least one full year. Then, and only then, into ultra-luxurious porcelain jars and state-of-the-art cigar humid tubes packaging. Sure, Byron's packaging is unique and costly to produce, but nothing else will do for a cigar of this quality and taste. Byron Cigars. Cigars of poetry. Sophisticated. Byron. All right, everybody,
0: welcome back to the Ashholes. You can find us on Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, and Podbean, and be sure to follow us on Twitter at the Ashholes and on Instagram at Ashholes Radio. We're smoking the Diamond Crown Maximus Toro Number Four, and it is really,
1: really kicking. Mm-hmm. Super smooth, still, you know, consistent. Uh, full flavor, mm-hmm. you know, not I, not getting any nicotine kick. You know, I wouldn't call it, you know, super strong, you know, high strength, but full-bodied as far as flavor-wise, complexity, you know, it's transitioning well.
0: Right, so. right. And uh, for me, this cigar is starting to get a little sweeter. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep, picking up more sweetness, uh, mm-hmm. some more uh, more on the chocolate, mocha kind of realm. Yeah. Really great, Yeah.
0: And it seems to be some cedar on the retro. I'm picking up some. Oh, something like that.
1: I'll, I'll keep talking, pretending I'm saying something interesting while you're drawing again. Yeah. So we don't have any dead it's air. It's a nice. <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: thank you very much. I appreciate that. It's got this wonderful peppery retro that is not harsh. It doesn't make you cry. Oliver could do this without, you know, you know, turning red or crying or anything. Yeah. Jonathan still couldn't do this. But yeah. then, you know, he can't. I think he roll. plays it up.
1: Uh, yeah. That's that's my theory. You that think? He's playing it up. He likes the attention. And so he's <laughs> going to, you know. Like a little kid. Cry wolf every yeah. time because people are like, oh, we can't do it. <laughs> we get to talk about Jonathan some more. Okay. So. <laughs> well,
0: let's talk the asshole of the week. Last week we got really kind of dark um, <laughs> <Yeah. Yes. laughs> with that guy. Oh, gosh. Who, I um, still want to kill him. Yeah. That, uh, we won't even go there. Uh, and that'll kind of tease people to go back and listen to last week's show if they missed it, but uh, really kind of a dark, uh, but had to be done. Had to be done. Definitely Asheville qualifies. Of the Definitely qualifies. Sure. This um, week we're a little bit lighter. It's still a serious thing here, but uh, uh, the ashole of the week is an unbelievable thing here. And this happened May tw- uh, 22nd, so just a few weeks ago. The ashole of the week is Paul – Wilkins, 63 year old guy who drove through the cones at a traffic control checkpoint during Pirate Fest.
1: Which, I want to know more Pirate. about Pirate Fest. Just <laughs> just <to> <laughs> <laughs> and this is in Crystal River, Florida, by the Crystal way. Crystal River, this is a, is River Florida. And he's up. going to
0: Pirate Fest where he <laughs> got drunk. On rum, probably, or whatever, and he's driving home from Pirate Fest Saturday night, and he hit a deputy's cruiser at this DUI checkpoint, driving through the cones, hit the car, which was parked. The car was parked with its lights on, its lights were flashing and everything, and the force of the crash, he hit this car so hard that the cruiser went 30 feet back and smashed into one of their brand-new unveiled patrol cars with the words, don't drink and drive on the back of it, and, quote, a cop or a cab, you decide on the side.
1: I mean, we say to road through the cones, but if you're pushing a, a parked car 30 feet, you're flying yeah, through those cones. Cruiser's, you have to not so fast.
0: I, can't, I, I, I would really like to know. He must have been going
1: about 50 miles an hour I, to hit a cruiser he had to have like a big, 30 feet back was it a big truck it would have to be like a big truck going really you know yeah, the, significant the, speed it
0: doesn't say what he was driving but whatever it was was massive and to do that into a dy checkpoint into a don't drink and drive car and, uh, you know, I of course he's team. arrested and, and the police thought it was funny, too. So they kind of posted it on their <laughs> Facebook the page, you know, <laughs> the irony the sheriff's office posted oh, on gosh. Facebook. He was arrested and um, he was wearing at the time a T-shirt that said, quote, I'm currently unsupervised.
1: And never again. <laughs> Behind a wheel. Remember. He's probably still
0: <laughs> supervised now. He's they, not going to be able Gosh. to say forever. So there's our ash hole of the week. Don't drink and drive, people.
1: Yeah. And luckily, no one was killed this and time. No yet. one
0: was killed. No one was hurt. And that's the good news in this whole thing. But um, I was waiting the, I'm
1: waiting for the line where it says, and his license was already suspended. Because it seems like <laughs> always the case. You know, it's like most of the DUIs, it's like, yeah. oh, it's not your first offense.
0: Unbelievable. Okay. Okay. Um, We have viewer mail this week, and uh, I want to read some of the uh, mail here. We got a really nice uh, piece of mail from a uh, fan. Fan mail. I like fan mail. I like hate mail. I like fan mail a little bit more, just because I'm that kind of guy. I feel
1: more at home. I think with hate. Mm -hmm. I get that at work a lot. I get yeah. yeah, yeah, well, You know,
0: I mean. hate, the hate mail keeps you grounded, you know, and it, it <laughs> keeps, you, keeps you improving and lets you know that there are people listening out there and, and everything. But uh, this is not hate mail. This is fan mail, and this is from a guy named uh, J.D., and uh, he writes this. Dear holes, I was a little bummed when your Miles with Styles segment missed a few weeks. I was very pleased it was back this week, meaning last mm-hmm. week. Okay, I love that segment. See, that's great. Uh, I also wanted to comment on your Ashhole of the Week. I loved both Ashholes this week. The nominees were excellent. Remember, you brought that up the uh, World Health Organization's uh, No Smoking Day, World No Tobacco Day, or no what tobacco, was it? Yeah, no World No Tobacco Day. World No Tobacco Day. Because they want
1: to tell you what to do.
0: Yes, and uh, <laughs> that's just not what they're there for. Mm-hmm. Uh, the nominations were excellent. He says. Also, is the g- the new guy a regular addition now?
1: I don't know if I'd call myself regular. Um, Have you had I'm enough little, fiber? I'm a little ab- <laughs> I'm a little <laughs> abnormal. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm here every week, so, you know, usually I'm here in the crowd, so you'll probably see more of me.
0: All right. Well, there you go, right from, right from the horse's mouth there. He says, I hope so. He's funny as hell. Wow. Wow. How's that? Okay. I think he's a great fit. Derek was going to be uh, big shoes. You allowed a break for a bit and brought in some new talent. He's no Derek, and in many ways, that's a good thing. <laughs> Sorry, Derek. <laughs> uh, you still have your love-hate relationship with your fans out there. Please tell him he's doing great. You're doing well, great, Aaron. Well, thank you. There it is. Last thing, I think you did a great job bringing in a personal appeal to the show, the, t- the touch on PTSD, depression, and community service. I hope this type of thing becomes a more regular part of the show. These subjects add a human touch to the show. Every week may be uh, too much, but from time to time, it's an awesome addition. Keep on doing what you're doing, a fan, J.D. All right. That's a great letter. Great feedback. Too. Yeah. Thank you very much, J.D. We're glad you're out there watching. Hope you keep watching. Glad that uh, uh, Michelle's back doing the Miles with Styles with us. And uh, we're glad you missed it, too, because we certainly did. And, uh, you know, keep writing out there. Let us know what you think of the show and what you think of us, good, bad, or indifferent. And uh, there's a very good chance if you write, we might read your letter or portions of it on the show. Actually,
1: don't write if you're indifferent because that would be really boring.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, that's a very good point. Hi, guys. Yeah. All right. Just write again. Yeah. will right, we won't We won't read the indifferent stuff. Yeah. But the good stuff <laughs> and the bad stuff, we'll read. We'll there get, you go. We'll get right there. Okay. So uh, I think now we'll just go right to Miles with Styles. Sounds good. All right. Michelle was... Um, in Maldives uh, last week, and this week she's in New Zealand. And uh, let's listen to what she has to say to us.
6: Okay. Aloha! Maldives surfing competition was for growth as an athlete. I can say I got some great advice. And more than that, I had fun and improved my abilities. Maldives was a total paradise with great and consistent weather, as well as clean and relaxing. While I was sad to leave this paradise, it is what had to be. We traveled to New Zealand, where I had a photo shoot on Sunday, which was also my birthday. New Zealand is incredibly beautiful, but chilly this time of year. Temps only pushing the 60s. I'm excited to surf here and nervous because the water is so cold compared to what I'm used to. I figure it'll get me ready for New Jersey anyway. For the cigar lover, there are a number of options in Auckland. Havana House on High Street had a nice selection of cigars and cigar-related products, though they carry Cubans mostly. It's a place like Two Guys Smoke Shop where you can purchase a fine cigar and smoke it right there. One final note. My little friend Anna is in need of a service dog. Her family is raising money on a GoFundMe page. If you have a moment, could you help spread the word? I've pinned the link on my Twitter page. Find me on Twitter at Michelle Style18. Mahalo. This has been Miles with Styles, and you're listening to The Ashholes <laughs> on the United Podcast Network.
1: Oh. Well, you know, she mentions the cigar shop where you can smoke right on the premises, Mm -hmm. and it sounds like almost like well, duh, but it's not duh anymore because there's so many you know states that are trying to ban you from smoking in a cigar shop, smoking in a smoking lounge. Yeah, it's true. It's It's true.
0: There are very, very few places to smoke, and there's uh, you know a number of stores. You know, I live in Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. Most of the stores uh, that I know
1: there, you're not allowed to smoke in. It's like who they're are they protecting? Are they? It's yeah. It doesn't make any sense. So are yeah. they protecting the employees who are employed at will? They're <laughs> choosing. I'm going to smoke in a smoke job, so I'm going to be around smoke. Yep. that's to be understood. Uh, it's you know nobody that doesn't want a cigar has to go in there. So it's, mm. I mean maybe it's you know vendors, but it's most of the vendors are smoking cigars because that's true. So and anybody else can be after hours when there's no smoke. So it it's insanity. It's like I don't. And what do they have to gain from it? It's I don't just know. Making people miserable, sell less know. cigars. In theory, sell less cigars.
0: In, in the end, what it does is it is it takes out business, and then people are unemployed, yeah. and you know it's and people are going to get their cigars somewhere else. It's just hostility you know? towards small businesses, right. which I hate.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: I hate that too. And um, you know, kudos uh, Michelle for mentioning Anna. You know, if if you listened last week, you know, um, one of the things that. Uh, Uh, JD was pointing out in his email was we talked about depression you know my daughter Anna struggles with that and uh, she's been uh, hospitalized she's actually coming home today great great. she'll be home when I get home and I'm wicked excited about that and uh, it's true one of the um, uh, things that that uh, we're thinking about doing is is uh, getting her a a psychiatric service dog. Mm-hmm. And I think we talked about this a little bit last week, too. I can't remember if we
1: did. I'm not sure if we did.
0: Um, but, uh, you know, uh, y- you know what service dogs are. You know, you see them yep. with, you know, blind people or people with, uh, you know, have balance problems. Mm-hmm. I, there's, a, there's actually a regular customer uh, who comes into uh, the Seabrook shop who has some balance issues, and he's got this big Great Dane which is a great balanced dog, you know, you, you he's just, not you, falling over with just that. Right. Basically. As long it's as Amelia, the dog is there, he ain't <laughs> falling over. And, um, you know, but these dogs can be trained incredibly. I mean, there, there are dogs you can actually get, uh, for people who suffer with epilepsy, who can, you know, smell the chemicals changing in your body, yep. uh, so that they can warn you about a, an oncoming seizure. It's just fantastic. And, uh, in my daughter's case, um, there are psychiatric service dogs who are trained to. Uh, they can smell the hormone that it is produced when you're anxious, mm-hmm. and when you're having a panic attack or something like that. And the dog can react to that by either applying pressure to you to comfort you. He can uh, he or she that you know whatever the dog is can remove you from that situation. They mm-hmm. can. Uh, if you're starting to hurt yourself or do something, they can go get help. Uh, they'd, they'd get myself or my wife, and that would just be fantastic. But, the, you know, the amount of training that goes into these dogs mm-hmm. is unreal, and the the cost for this dog for us would be fifteen grand. Mm-hmm. The company that we're going with, uh, Northstar, which is a company based in uh, Connecticut, um, headed by a uh Child psychiatrist, and, and she trains these dogs. Um, they raise half the money, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. And uh, but you have to raise half the money, and I I, I think that's good. That's yeah. You know you, exactly. w- when you're when you're putting that kind of money into something, I think they want to know that the families who are doing this, you know, are are in putting enough money up front that they're going to take care of the dog. Exactly. You yeah. know, you you don't want somebody to get a kind of dog like this and then have the dog abused or not cared for or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, we set up a GoFundMe page and uh, Michelle mentioned uh that at and you, you can go to her um Twitter at um uh, Michelle style 18 on Twitter, and you'll find it, and it's pinned right to the top of her feed. You can go to that. And we're doing really well. We have over $5,000. It's That's been great. just a little bit over a week. Yeah. People have been extremely generous. It's been awesome. And uh, once we hit that $7,500 level, then we'll be on the waiting list for the dog. Mm-hmm. And um, if we go over that, we'll use that money towards the things that we need for the dog, like yep. we need to have a fence. The dog needs life insurance. Uh, there's all sorts of equipment we'll have to invest in. And, uh, if those needs, you know, are met and there's still money in the fund after that, we're going to give all the money to North star so that they can that's be great. putting that keep pushing towards, it forward, yeah. keep pushing it forward for somebody else. So, um, that's awesome. So uh, I'm really thinking that this is going to be very helpful for Anna and, um, I'm so excited to see her when I get home. That's <laughs> going to be awesome. I'm going to be having a cigar to celebrate, of course. Right there, and I think I'll be able to be outside today. Yeah, wouldn't that be great out there? Yeah. See, now that's something else. Michelle's like all freaking out that it's sixty something degrees. We were wishing it it was sixty yesterday. Oh my gosh, it was pathetic. We woke up and it was what forty one. Yeah. In my house, it was in June
1: at like fifty for most of the day. Yeah,
0: it was and rainy Mm -hmm. and uh, really just nasty cold. It was like a November like day. And uh, nasty. So you know, Michelle, I have no pity for you in the '60s. I would take the '60s at any steady point right now. Yeah. All right. So, um, what do you think about this
1: cigar? I mean, it's great. Um, you know, I'm not picking up. I can't say I'm picking up new flavors, but mm-hmm. it's the that recipe is is continuing to progress. So it's 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 changing the dynamics. So we're going back and forth with that. Uh, more of a woody, uh, but still getting the mocha mm-hmm. and, and really, you know, the, when I'm, after I said coconut, I really started tasting coconut. So mm. it's probably psychological. I'm out of my mind, but it's, it's there for me now. So it's probably always be there whenever I smoke these. Uh, you know, you get that flavor in your mind and it's just stuck there, mm. uh, whether it's there or not. So if you <laughs> smoke it and you don't taste <laughs> coconut, oh, well, well that, fight yeah. me for it, and that's
0: that's the, you know that's one of the things. I mean, cigars are so so subjective, you know, and oftentimes you know Oliver and I are are at odds about this. I taste one thing, and he tastes something else, you know. But it, they're in the same kind of family of you know uh, bitter, for instance, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, and I'll describe that bitterness one way, he'll describe it another. But exactly. we're really just you know whatever. Uh, you know, everybody's palate is different, too. Yep. Their taste You haven't ever had molasses, so you wouldn't. Why would you taste molasses, mm-hmm. you know? And, and uh, uh, you know, so all those things get figured into these reviews. So you just kind of have to, you know, as you, as you listen to stuff like this, listen for things that you would, uh, you know, like. You know, wa- you can watch, you know, and you can see the burn, and you can see that we haven't had to touch these up or anything like nope. that. And, um, you know, I'm very impressed with this. Um, it is a great, great, uh, and I'd say medium, medium plus cigar. Yeah, yeah, medium, solid medium. You know, medium, solid, medium. medium. It's, you know, and it's, it's been very consistent all the way down. It's gotten a little bit sweeter as it's gone on. Um, but all those flavors I taste at the front, I'm still tasting in the back. And mm-hmm. it's just very, very enjoyable.
1: Yeah, it hasn't picked up on heat. I mean, we've got a couple mm-hmm. inches left. Right. Uh, you know, it's not getting bitter at all. Uh, it's just just a great smoke, great, uh, excellent construction. Always big on construction. <laughs> yeah. You know, Ooh, I don't want this falling apart. I just
0: dashed myself. Oof. I just dashed my keyboard. Well, it's not there the first time go. that keyboard's seen it. So. No, no, no. It's, it's seen worse. Hmm. Um, uh, I just got a, a note here from uh, Michelle saying that this is her father-in-law's go-to cigar. Okay. This is what he likes. He is a regular listening listener to the show. So, uh, Mr. Klum, there you are right there. Your cigar this is awesome, a gentleman mm-hmm.
1: right? <laughs> for the gentleman cigar. Uh, so you know we mentioned the asshole of the week, uh, and I want to throw out somebody that's the opposite of the asshole. The right?
0: opposite, the anti asshole. The anti asshole, <laughs> if,
1: if, if there's such a thing. Uh huh. Um, and for no real reason except for that he's alive, mm. and it's uh, Richard Overton, and okay. he had his birthday. It was last month, I believe, but he's yeah. 111 years old. Oh yeah. And he's an avid cigar smoker. Uh, He smokes something like 12 cigars a day. And so he really, you know, he supports the cause because – He's smoking 12 cigars a day, a day and, he, oh, guess what? He's not dying of cancer. He's no. 111, still 111. kicking.
0: 111, the world's oldest World War II veteran, right? Yes,
1: yeah, he born in uh, 1906. 1906 was <laughs> 1906. his birthday. Can you believe it? Yeah, uh, and he says, you know, he trips his long long life to God and cigars. Since, uh, <laughs> I can totally get fan, down with whiskey that. Whiskey cigars, uh, <laughs> you know, so, you know, he would be the anti asshole of the week. <laughs> the anti- yeah, I
0: totally agree with that. When he had his 111th birthday, I think they shut down the street. The town had a big party. Yep. They renamed the they street it, after yes. after him, Overtain. and everybody came to his house. Yeah, that right. was awesome.
1: It, and it's, you know, it's, he's got no, aside, you know, he's a World War II vet, which is great, mm-hmm. um, but no, like, huge life accomplishments that we know of, really. Right. But he's alive, and it's like, <laughs> mm. well, I'm, I didn't die, so that's a claim to fame. And
0: not only alive, he's doing pretty well. I yeah. mean, he's, you know, he, he, he does have, you know, uh, uh, Healthcare, you know, providers come in and help him around because he, you know, he is 111. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, but what, what, he's still he's he, he was uh, I think 108 when he was still driving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I then mean, you know, so he's only just recently given up his license. Been hearing about. Can him for you imagine years him now driving, now? At 100, yeah, it, driving at 100? driving at 108. You
1: look him up. I mean, there's all these articles on him from over mm. the years because every year he gets older, there's more articles that come out about him because it's just amazing that. He's still kicking at 111.
0: Yeah, great with, guy with
1: 12 cigars a day.
0: <laughs> 12. 12. 12 a day. I mean, that's I a box know. every other that's day. Crazy. Unbelievable. Now he's not
1: smoking expensive stuff. No, I think he says it's a uh, Tampa Sweets. Yeah. So not yeah. you know a couple of I think they come in packs. <laughs> right. 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 So you said nothing crazy. You know.
0: So. But know. that's still that's still that's, really awesome. He yeah. see, seems like everybody loves him and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And. Uh, um you know, he's got the nurses trying to sneak more Coke than whiskey.
1: Yeah, and yeah was, he still uh, coke just whiskey. Coke and whiskey, yeah. you know. <laughs> it's like all these things That's they say great. are
0: killing you. <laughs> and I guess he got something on his birthday. He got uh, 40 different bottles That's of, right, yeah. of whiskey. And he has them hid all over the house. Yep. <laughs>
1: sneak them into the coke when <laughs> the nurses aren't looking. into the coke sure, when the right? nurses
0: aren't looking. That's awesome. What a life. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, yeah. He's earned Congratulations. <laughs> he, that's a very good anti ashhole of the week. There you go. That's good. We may need to make something like that a segment. Yeah. Some maybe heroic cigar. Maybe come up pro with a better name, but <laughs> Yeah. Well, maybe, but maybe. you know, anti the anti ash anti-ash hold, that's that's got a ring Ashhold, to it, so why not? Yeah, we've got to stick with the theme here. Yeah. You know. Um, you know, I'm excited, you know, at the uh, at the Two Guys Smoke Shop, you know, here we are in the Sereno Royale studios. Well, the Serenos, uh, Tony and his uh, son are going to be coming. And uh, next uh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, they're going to be at, at uh, one of the shows. And then uh, they're going to be doing a father son dinner, yep. um, which is going to be fantastic. I think there are a few tickets left for that.
1: Yep. It's almost sold out. Sold out. Wanna, you might wanna,
0: but it's going to be fantastic. I am so looking forward to meeting these guys.
1: Mm. Yeah, they, they've I've heard interviews, read interviews with them. Uh, mm-hmm. They seem really you know interesting <coughs> individuals. Yeah, yeah.
0: And our first, they were our first uh, sponsor for the show, That's right? Yeah. So and that's been fantastic and everything. And they've as you know, we questionable love questionable taste, but we, we <laughs> <laughs> questionable taste in people. <laughs> fantastic taste in cigars. Yes. You know, we, the, both their uh, Maduro and their Connecticut lines are just out of this world. Awesome. I thought they're. Uh, uh, the Maduro XX uh, Sublime mm-hmm. was was one of my favorite cigars of late. As a matter of fact, we named it our cigar yeah. That was a cigar of the
1: year, year for the actual. So correct
0: that was totally totally awesome. Um, what do you think? Uh, what are we gonna give this a thumbs up? Do you think mm. is it is it even close?
1: Absolutely, yeah. yeah, easy thumbs up. I mean, in the first half, it's like actually when I first lit it, I was like, I'm gonna like this cigar yeah. because you're getting it's it's not a hot burn right off the bat usually you get that kind of a pepper burst or whatever Mm -hmm. uh but with the flavors i'm getting that's usually you know what you're getting is is a lot of pepper with it but you're not getting that with this uh the maximus it's super smooth really consistent burn Mm -hmm. it's just great you know a lot of flavors to pull out of so you can just sit and think about it and enjoy it and you don't have to you can let your mind wander (laughs) (laughs) you know yeah
0: this is just it's been a consistent smoke every time i've had one um, lots of smoke too. This yep. is a great smoky cigar, and uh, still not uh, hot. It's the draw is still just as smooth as it was when it started, and uh, the flavors are just so complex. It's such a nice balanced cigar, um, medium bodied straight through, mm-hmm. um, just really fantastic. So big thumbs up from Pastor Padron here. Same here, and yeah. uh, very excited about it. Uh, next week, next week we're going to do something. Completely
1: different. And now for something
0: completely different. Now for something completely different. Bring on the Spanish Inquisition. We're going to smoke the Aladino Toro by JRE Tobacco. All right. And that is a, you know, that's a same size, but it is a uh, Connecticut wrap uh, cigar, mm-hmm. and it is a more mild to, and it, it pushes that line between mild and medium. Mm-hmm. But that's a fantastic cigar. So many great flavors. Yeah. I mean,
1: I, I've had the robusto, and mm-hmm. just this week I had the Corona. Uh, in a lot of flavor. We, we'll talk about it next week. So I'm not right, getting right. too into it. But I'm well, looking. We can forward tease. To the Toro. We yeah. can tease. I haven't tried the Toro really yet, so I'm looking forward.
0: Really to it. looking forward uh, to the Toro next week. Yeah. Such a okay. great smoke. Fantastic. Well, hard to believe, but another hour has gone by. So we are going to say goodbye at this point. All right, and um, hope that you are back with us next week as we do another episode of The Ash Holes. We uh, broadcast from the Serena Royale Studios every Wednesday where we turn every Wednesday into Ash Wednesday. You can download this and any other episode you may have missed on Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, and Podbean. And be sure to follow us on Twitter, at The Ashles and on Instagram at Ashels Radio. We'll see you next week.